to now try this the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new this week we're doing over the garden wall i'm marcus that's nick nick how are you doing marcus i'm pissed why because i looked everywhere for a cheap over the garden wall costume and i could not find one they're either too expensive or it took too long to get here because you only give me a week to know these challenges oh thank you so much for uh, limpigony 891 for following thank you so much listen marcus i need you to step it up Wait, i need why? you to surprise me this would have been a perfect moment for you to dress up as an over the garden oh, wall character yeah. coming for spooky boys month and you didn't do it i i looked into it and the cape was 90 dollars so I said, I was, right no i looked into it too and then i thought about how hard would it be to go to michael's and get a blue and red fabric <laughs> yep. and sew yep, them together yep, yep. and find some fasteners yeah and then i said Mm-mm. i was like not no. for one bit not for, not for, not one for bit. the bit it's not worth it not but- enough for one bit marcus i am so good guys welcome to now try this your podcast where your boys challenge each other and this week marcus challenged me because guys october it is here it is oof you're scared month that is october we only do horror scary thrillery spooky related things what's up Mark? that's not the name of it why why oh, you I'm gotta sorry, do this right. marketing nick you gotta marketing 101 we gotta give a thing a name stick by the branding okay 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 i will give the actual name which Thank is you. chilling tales from marcus and nick month <laughs> boom baby it's pretty good pretty good Woo-woo. Guys, that means every week this month we are doing spooky, scary, thrillery things, and that is coming to you powered by Patreon. Patreon.com slash now try this cast. Marcus, tell them about it. On Patreon.com, you can join at the $5 tier or the $1 tier. At $5, you can submit challenges every month for us to do, and then we get together and all the patrons vote on what challenges they want to see us do during the month, and everyone can vote $5 tier one dollar tier and it's fun it's fun every week i'm excited and we are i mean i'm i'm feeling confident enough marcus to say what is winning for next month and that is the listen we got listen uh, you guys you know can what? change it you guys can go four on hours left there's four hours left if you want to go on right now over to our patreon and change what's currently winning you can technically do that and make us watch something we don't want to watch but right now malignant is winning and i'm kind of excited about it yeah i have no idea what that movie's about i only know it's scary it was suggested to us by joseph so hopefully that's what we're seeing and that's what we're doing guys you can change that last minute go ahead and let uh, let them know let them know in the polls but let them know in the polls but um <laughs> That is what we're doing this whole month. Scary, spooky things. I am at a gross disadvantage because I have no idea what I'm going to give Marcus because he's the horror boy. He's the spooky boy. And I don't know what he's going to give me. And I'm always scared about it because he has given me things like Leprechaun. The good thing about this month is that there's so much in the realm of spooky. It's so vaguely, you know, interpretable. And you can give me a lot. And there are a lot of things I haven't seen, even though there are a lot that I have seen. So I'm excited. That's true. And you surprise me every month. Don't worry about feeling bad about not being able to give to the Patreon. That's totally fine. You guys can still support us by following us everywhere at now try this cast or leaving us five star review on itunes just like nikki 345 did and said love the variety 
I love how the guys have a wide range of content. This podcast is truly for everyone. And that's what makes this such a fun podcast. Nicholas and Marcus are such a fun pair to listen to. I look forward to all the future content that comes from the Now Try This podcast. How much did you pay them for that review? I I didn't pay them at all. How much did you pay them for that? That was too nice of a thing for a stranger to say. (laughs) Oh, my God. Marcus, how does it feel sometimes that like you you, there are fans? It's there are people that there are people. Marcus, there are people who love you so much that even though they hate me still listen to this show how does that make you feel it makes me feel good it makes me feel good it makes me feel good there are people who well, come before up we to get me. into over the garden wall marcus hey we have not watched squid game a ghost lag i've heard it's really good do you know what this this new show is squid game yeah so you know how in the video game world right now time loop games are kind of a trend and they're like making several yeah. time loop games in the in the asian tv show manga demo market that's a popular yeah genre of thing it right now it's it's like aliens coming to play games with you and f- where you die but the games are kind of like puzzly or like ch- based on so children's like games gants inspired yeah gants inspired wow. but they make you play a game instead of killing them and or fighting them whatever okay uh but, go to always we'll squid game and it's if like you really really want to make sure we check out squid game go ahead suggest it um <laughs> and then we'll 100 do it but now, yeah like uh Marcus, alice in borderland to- and squid game i think are two big ones right now Ooh. Marcus, before we get into Over the Garden Wall, have you tried anything new this week? Uh, have I tried anything new? Oh my god! Oh, you thought I was yes, skip it? I did try something new, Nick. I remembered. Tell me, I was in Florida. I went sailing, which I've Marcus, never done before. I feel like you're going to give everybody a false conception of your life because you're <laughs> traveling all the time. You're going to all these places. You're doing all these things, and I know that's just not true. Traveling <laughs> is my personality. Okay, I travel and. I I watched The Office and I oh, have pictures of me holding fish. It's just who I am. I'm not basic. That's ridiculous. Yep. You went sailing? <laughs> so I went sailing. I, I didn't do any active sailing. I was sitting on a sailboat oh, sure. while there's someone else sailed. sailing. And I went paddle boarding and I failed miserably at it i was very very bad at it because it involved balance boarding is it's when you stand on a surfboard or a paddle board and you just like use a little paddle and you like row yourself while standing and you move in the water it's it was fun but i was really bad why is that hard you're just standing and pushing balance my balance is terrible because of my ankle well you're so tall and i'm tall so i just have a lot of things going against me and so I fell, yeah. I fell face first into the water. And it was great. It was a good time. I also don't you know how to swim. swim that well, right? <laughs> exactly. I can't swim at all. So how'd you not die? It was like shallow, shallow water. I oh, fell okay. into the water so and then I hit like stand. the ground. So it was fine. Oh, that sounds painful. <laughs> no, it wasn't painful. It was like gross, like mushy kelp oh. ground. <laughs> it was fine. Okay. Well, the water was two feet deep. That is less than Marcus is tall. Mm-hmm. 100%. Right. Marcus, I have a question for you. Do you know? already what you're giving me for 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 horrifying haunts month no i i'm 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 waiting for the mood to strike i'm waiting for something to jump out at me see what's a good cross-section of something i love something relevant um i'm 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 out there I'm out there with my feelers. Okay, I'm excited to see what that's going to be. What about you? Do you have anything? <laughs> Absolutely not. I have no <laughs> I am have dre- you? I'm dreading. Have you tried anything What'd new? Yeah, sure. I I don't think I told you this yet. Guys, for everyone listening, Marcus and I are real friends that <laughs> keep our friendship alive by doing this podcast. 100%. The, I started these last two weekends. I started teaching an improv class. Oh. 
Oh, wow. I am all the way on the other side now where people have paid money to come take a class that is being taught by me. That's awesome. About improv. Do you like it? Yeah. If anyone wants more info on that, uh, get at us. But wild. The first day, it was like five or six adults and I led them through stuff. They said they had a great time. The second day, everyone was so late that we combined the kids and the adult classes. So I taught kids. And I don't want to blow my load or anything, but some of the kids that I was teaching improv to are more famous than me and wow. have done more professional work than I have. Wow. And I don't know if that's like, oh, wow, good on me for like teaching them something or like, oh, man, this, <laughs> this, they are, they are Maybe, already well, when way they're, above me. When they're in a Marvel movie eventually, because they, they get them all at some point, they'll be like, wow, I had this great improv teacher. And you'd be like, that was me. That was me. Honestly, one of them is, is already working at Disney, so they might. <laughs> <laughs> someday i'm not that was that's not a joke they might be in a marvel movie like it's, it's that's not you say that's a joke but that's like not out of the realm of possibilities there you go it's wild that's your connection too like you need a yeah. guy <laughs> hey uh yeah that uh chris evans guy i think he could uh benefit from some improv classes there are other what you people think? in we the gotta... movie other than chris evans Okay. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. When I see that Chris can, Evans guy, you can I'm thinking play uh, other people in the Marvel nah, universe. I'm thinking have Chris, Evans Chris Evans needs some improv training, or that Chris Evans might need improv. Uh, Who knows? Well, Marcus. And without further ado, I think it's time for us to get into Over the Garden Wall. If we were a professional podcast, that would be the moment like a trailer or something would play, like doo doo. You listen to that one podcast too much, like Screen Crush, not Screen Crush, whatever that fucking Screen Rant. I don't know what the fuck that is. The one podcast that always plays a trailer before they start talking about the thing. It's the, they're it's the, the only ones I know cast. who do it. No one else does. It's the film cast. But they're, they're the only ones that I know that are like professionals. <laughs> Guys, we're fighting the film cast. Let them know. Tweet at them. Okay, so Over the Garden Wall. Nick. Why did you give it to me, Marcus? Why did you give me Over the Garden Wall? And then you can segue into what the hell it is. Perfect. I was about to skip that part. Over the Garden Wall. <laughs> Is a show that I watched a, a while ago, back when we were living together, and I loved came it. Came out in 2014? Yeah, it came out in 2014, but I, I heard about it, and I missed it while it was airing on TV. And so, years later, I ended up watching it, like 2016, 2017, and I loved it. I immediately fell in love with it. It was like so my thing. It just felt like it resonated with me so much and I couldn't fully grasp why. And so I recommended it to people and, and people have watched it. I recommended it to uh, our roommate. Our roommate ended up watching it too. It was just a good time and I love it. And I'm surprised that you never watched it because I was like, even while re-watching well, it. Well, you recommended it to one of your roommates, but not the other one. So what <laughs> I do you, recommended um, you to shut up. What do you uh, even while watching this? I was like, I watched this so long ago and I loved it. And it's been so important to me ever since that. Like, it's weird that I haven't given it to you for this show. You know, is it because you assumed I saw it? No, I, I thought I had given it to you already on the podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then i well, realized i did similar that's true we have and i realized it didn't so i was like oh this definitely need you to watch this and also it is it is a huge contributing factor to the reason that i am dating who my current girlfriend right now because uh ex- explain well on, on our one of our dates early on i put on over the garden wall and we started watching it and then got distracted and didn't finish it but she went home <laughs> <laughs> smooth <laughs> this is the show i put on to to woo people 
so she went home and she watched the rest of it and then i like came i don't know we were talking again and then she was just like oh i watched it all and i was like what <laughs> and she was like i loved it that it's thing great. that i put on to make out with you 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 went on you to finish it watch it yeah and that meant a lot to me it meant a lot that on her at her own you know on her own accord went and watched this thing that i liked and meant a lot to me but i didn't really say it meant a lot to me at the time you know it's really nice and so i watch it every year now i mean yeah i watch it every year now and it's part of our fall celebration when it starts to get a little cold there's that nip in the air Do you uh sometimes not make it all the way through still <laughs> No, I have dedication and respect for the craft now. Okay. Well, I we will also not got be the distracted. Where Dash Nine Four Four Two says, "Calling you out." I asked him to pause it while we were making out because I didn't want to miss anything. <laughs> Cute. That is what happened. It's a good time. It's a good time. And so it's also our anniversary in a couple of days. And so <gasps> shout out. Perfect time Yippee. for a rewatch. Nice. Yeah. Well, Marcus, what what is it? What's the show? What is Over the Garden Wall? Oh man, it is a complex web that has been woven by Patrick McHale. Well, you don't have to say it as if you're part of the show. You can just say it's a 10 episode miniseries from Cartoon <laughs> Network. Made by Patrick Whatever, that's too simple. <laughs> oh, okay. Over the Garden Wall is an American animated television miniseries created by Patrick McHale for Cartoon Network. The series centers on two half-brothers who travel across a mysterious forest to find their way home, encountering a variety of strange and fantastical things on their journey. The show is based on McHale's animated short film, Tome of the Unknown, which was produced as part of Cartoon Network's short development program. Elijah Wood and Colin Dean... Into the Dean. Unknown! <laughs> Elijah Wood and Colin Into Dean... Into the Unknown! Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Voice the protagonist, Wart and Greg, and Melanie Sorry, Linsky voices Beatrice, a bluebird. The series voice cast also <laughs> includes Christopher Lloyd, Tim Curry, John Cleese, Samuel Ramey. Over the Garden Wall was broadcast throughout the week of November 3rd to November 7th, 2014. So... Over the Garden Wall is something that I have known that you've been a fan of. I have mm -hmm. seen other people be fans of the show. I have seen it in our zeitgeist of friends and people we interact with. I have seen a lot of girls really obsessed with the show that also love bangs and big glasses. <laughs> I it uh it, but it always seemed like something that like I would get to someday. So I'm glad we finally watched it. But going in, I knew nothing about it except the picture of the main two kids mm -hmm. that Elijah Wood voiced the character. And that's all. That's all I knew. Hmm. That's literally everything. I didn't know anything else. When you told me it was spooky, I was like, really? Okay. And then I sit down and then I start watching the show. And immediately I'm like, what the fuck is this stupid ass show? <laughs> no! we, got, we got these stupid two fucking kids of getting course. lost in the woods. And the show starts off where they, they're like, oh, we're lost. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm like, lost from where? This is dumb. Why are you lost? But I'm like, whatever. Okay, fine. We're two lost kids. We're about to like discover the things that are unknown. Uh -huh. But right away, before we even get to that, before we even get to that, the tone and pastiche of the show are so wildly different than anything I've experienced yep. in a really long it's fucking so time. It's so interesting. It feels simultaneously modern, but old. That's it exactly. feels almost like older, like Looney Tunes before Looney Tunes, like That's... Looney Tunes before the Bugs Bunnies and the the the, 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 the Daffy Ducks. 
like that's it was exactly like that, what they were going that for. weird yeah. like almost like um almost like cuphead is trying to like invoke those same yeah. i don't know the terms yeah, yeah, yeah. of the animation style mm-hmm. or like of the the eras but it almost has these like you know it also has that feel of like that old disney movie like ichabob the toad oh. the two toad yes yeah, you know what i'm talking yeah, about yes like that kind of older mm-hmm. like 40s 50s 60s i feel like is the era cartoons and it also has like jazzy, folky, like weird music. And like you could almost like see the animation moving in a weird way. Like it's like made to look old, but it still looks clean and crisp. Mm-hmm. So right away when you're watching the show, if you're not prepared for it, like I was not, I was like, I don't understand what's happening. It- Even the opening credits is this weird, this weird, like montage of all these things that are just like anachronous to themselves like there's like this person looking at this weird thing and like these weird Mm, pumpkins over here and like a fish that's fishing and like all these things that are just so like what but okay that i honestly like it it seems random and you're like what is happening and it it creates a jarring experience so that i feel like that endears you to the protagonist a little bit more too because you are like i am lost also what the fuck is going on in this world? Why is there a fish in a boat fishing? What's happening? That's so strange because I didn't feel camaraderie. I mean, I'm, I looked at our main two protagonists be like, you're to blame. You're the reason <laughs> I'm lost. This is your fault. <laughs> they immediately got my blame of why I was confused. But you're right about the art but style, too, because that's exactly what they yeah. were going for. Right. Like that's that they were going for the old school art style. I think they were inspired. Patrick McHale was inspired by like old Americana art mm. of like, you know, inspired by like the pilgrimage. And he said that he was like the art style. He was kind of inspired too by like postcards of New England because there's that like beautiful oh. fall colors and like a yeah. lot of that kind of like postcards woodsy aesthetic. Yeah, I totally it, understand why I think of those old WB shows. No, those cartoons now because of the frog, right? The old, yeah. the old WB frog. Well, like that's the, where he comes if, from. That whole era of old America. What is it? Old Americana frog artwork. You can immediately see the the like inspiration for a lot of over the garden wall. the show yeah yeah totally like immediately you see little frogs smoking pipes playing instruments and walking around 100 percent. yeah <laughs> wow totally so when you start the show you're immediately given the whole pastiche of the show and then you get wirt and greg who are wandering around being lost and then immediately a, a bluebird talks and you're like oh okay weird i did appreciate that where it was like birds don't talk <laughs> <laughs> he's like this is weird i don't understand what's happening i love work and i think that the two characters play off each other very well because a lot of modern cartoons and by modern i mean within the last like two decades but sure within the last decade or so a lot of modern cartoons are just kind of like crazy zany loud chaotic and like they're like trying to keep kids attention you know yeah there's a lot of noise and i think with the show you get a good sense of like work kind of embodies that a little bit but there's so much more to the show than that. Totally. And so for so for me, who am going in blind, I don't know. I can't tell any difference between Greg and Wirt and Finn from Adventure Time and Chowder and Flapjack and mm-hmm. the era that this came from. I can see it and I hate it. I hate it so you much. Hate the whole and I'm just era? like that whole era of cartoons, like it wasn't for me. Like from, from like imaginary that from that it's imaginary friend show. From yeah. that imaginary friend show on, I don't get it a little <laughs> bit. 
There's a little bit of it that's just lost on me. Like, I, the, the, there's some things that go past that for me, like uh-huh. Steven Universe, being Puppy Cat, where they're so the the randomness just hits me in the correct way. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, oh, am I supposed to be? Is is was that funny? What Greg just did? Oh my is god, being funny. Oh I'm not my sure. God, what, what's happening? Here? Oh my god. So. Like are you, oh, it's funny. Old? He has candy. Like, what is happening? Has, You're just like, oh, listen, it's just listen. Not from me. No, these youths and their comedy. It's too fast for me. I remember it's when Charlie fast. Chaplin fell down the stairs. Oh, classic boy, moment. I broke a hip laughing. Give me the Charlie Chaplin <laughs> potato dance any day of the week. <laughs> no, I think I don't know what it is. I think even Steven Universe, right? I mean, you've shown me shows like this before. You've shown me Gravity Falls. And it didn't mm-hmm. work for me, remember? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was just lost on me. I didn't get it. Steven Universe, I didn't get it for the first couple episodes. Yeah. Remember? It, I was like, I was like, what is happening? Who are these people? And then it wasn't until I knew who they were, then the jokes landed for me. Mm-hmm. But some shows never get there. That's true. And yeah. I don't know if this show gets there. We're only on the first episode. We'll find <laughs> out. But, well, I think Steven so Universe then, yeah, at the beginning was very hollow. It was a very hollow show. There wasn't all the weight and all the like planning that they had later yeah. on that well, gave the show. If a lot you watch of it back, it's there. You just don't know it's there kind of thing, right? It's there a little bit, but they, well, I they feel have like pictures of the mom. They have the bubbles. They have like they just didn't they, know what like they were going to do with it. Yeah, 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 there was. But sure. they did, I feel like they just sure. didn't know what they were going to do with it yet. And they were like, who is our audience? And what are we trying to do? And then I think as a writer, she really came into her own like over. the. F- oh, yeah. By episodes. that second season, the show is yeah. Steven Universe. Totally. Mm-hmm. That, and the first season is like 50 episodes long. Yeah. So. We got Wirt, we got Greg, they're wandering through the woods, they're lost, and then they meet the Huntsman, I think is is that first episode, the right? Woodsman. The Huntsman? Meeting yeah, the Huntsman? Yeah. Huntsman? The woodsman? Woodsman. woodsman? Woodsman. We'll say Woodsman. Yeah, Woodsman. And what happened with the Woodsman? They meet the Woodsman, he's out there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> look at children, don't you go into the woods. The woods, you, horror, the light, keep the lantern lit. Oh, the woods, kids. Played by Christopher Lloyd, as you can tell by that Nailed it. impersonation. Nailed <laughs> <laughs> who warns him of the beast and immediately sets up all the the beast is in the words immediately sets up all the spooky parts of the show i feel like the show is, is i was a surprised good balance of spooky I, I like that's why I, I recommended it right it's a good fall show it takes place around halloween you find out later and it's just like it's got creepy vibes without ever feeling too scary sure sure and then and the woodsman immediately feels different than mm-hmm. our main characters it, yeah. it, it feels it almost feels out of place honestly the first time i sure. saw it i was like the way he's talking the way he's acting and he's like oh i'm just like who are you what's happening calm down like, what is this? <laughs> but immediately you could tell that i feel like the woodsman does a good job of setting up that there's more mm-hmm. there's more to the world he mentions the unknown the the, the the beast what's happening and you know you get a little bit of that and then what do they do run away from him and then they just meet him again basically that, a, a wolf comes in it's the it's the wolf episode so like a wolf comes yeah. in and they end up fighting with the wolf a little bit Wirt ends up knocking out the woodsman after they've established that he's friendly and fine because because Wirt is uh, oh greg did yeah greg knocked him out because yeah. that was the plan yeah so no oh oh my god yeah, yeah. greg no, sorry we're yeah, told, yeah, yeah. told greg yes. as he was like bringing them in hey our plan is going to be to knock him out and then he says okay but then the woodsman like does nice things and where it's like i don't know it seems nice you know i don't know yeah. and then the wolf comes in and they're like ah and then greg knocks out the woodsman's like i followed the plan <laughs> 
<laughs> which was great it's it's it was good comedy i love it a lot greg's line you have beautiful eyes to the, to the wolf, wolf. That's about to eat <laughs> there are a lot of yeah good, I, I like i like the two lines greg from and greg yeah greg is um greg is great it, it almost feels like listen i, I don't want to like overindulge myself at all or feel mm-hmm. self-important but i feel like greg and word are so like like it and ego you know what i mean like mm-hmm. there's like there's like what we what the, all our words like all our worry and all our anxiety and greg is like like the inside of our like id like just trying to like i have candy in my pants <laughs> you know yeah i feel like the the two of them together is super interesting but weird because we're like shits on greg a lot <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I feel like their relationship is kind of one that needs to grow. I think they both have growing to do personally. And then also a kind of like a little like, oh, you're an annoying little brother to him. And I think that there might even be some maybe jealousy or resentment there, too, because he is able to say and do the things that Wart is too afraid of. Sure. You know, totally. Yeah. You know, and then uh, they it's classic hijinks where they get the wolf into a, uh, into the wheels of the mill to destroy the wolf. And you mm-hmm. find out it's a dog with a black turtle inside of his belly. Yeah. Uh, which is never explained. Not once. Nope. <laughs> and the whole mill is destroyed. So it kind of seems like maybe the woodsman's fucked now. And now his lantern's going to turn out. And he was like, oh, but we took care of the beast. And the woodsman's like, you fools. That wasn't the beast. <laughs> <laughs> and I did like that moment where it's like, yeah, we got the beast. It's like, you fools. It was so very classic. Good. It was very much like, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of like twisty, turny things that happen. That then the show acknowledges immediately and is like, yeah, no, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, after the end of the first episode, uh, we get a lot of shitty, shitty shit. What? 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 Oh, I'm sorry. Is 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 I, I'm sorry. Am I supposed to be revelatory about a whole bunch of animals going to a school or am yeah, I supposed to be you, revelatory about a whole, a, bunch of, a whole bunch of cartoon? A pu- oh, a bunch oh, of pumpkin heads. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, sorry. Oh, Mr. Nicholas. Yes. Uh, I didn't know Professor Nicholas was here and everything needed to be uh, steeped in references and culture. No, no, it totally doesn't be. But if it's not, it should be fun and funny and interesting. And it wasn't. But things. maybe it is there. I think that there's a lot to discuss. You know, there's there's homages Fine, to can, let's, like let's Dante's fucking... Inferno. If you're into that thing, there's a lot of like deep lore uh, in this show to really dive uh-huh. into. If you want, you can get behind sure. the conspiracy conspiracy theories of the show and and figure out what it all means or are they alive at the end or are they not who knows like you could dive into stuff if you want to dive into this show if you want to get deeper you could get deeper there's an iceberg with a bunch of stuff underneath we'll we'll go through it just for you marcus the hard times at the huskin b the bluebird they meet the bluebird and she becomes their guide because greg helps them Mm -hmm. i did enjoy that Greg wanted a wish and he kept saying he wanted a wish. And Beatrice <laughs> kept saying that's not how this works. That was fun. <laughs> but then they go to this town where there's nobody there except the turkey who lives in one of the houses. And then they go to a barn and it seems like it's from Midsommar or something where there's a whole yeah, bunch of. Yeah, they're dancing around the maypole. Uh huh. Yes. Inspired by yeah, so old what's going school on in this town, American Marcus? Halloween traditions. They, so they what's just going go on to a town. town there are a bunch of creepy pumpkin people in a barn uh-huh. dancing around a giant creepy pumpkin. Yeah. And they all are i feel like 
there was a lot of like worry for me when I was watching it because you see Wart and Greg step on pumpkins and then go into a town full of pumpkin people and you're like, oh yeah. no, what's yeah, Lexi happen? said that. She was like, uh-oh, they stepped <laughs> on the pumpkins. And so they meet the pumpkin people and the pumpkin people are like, oh, they get scared that it's some kind of weird pumpkin cult or that they are indeed pumpkin people. And they realize that, oh, it's just people dressed up like pumpkins, so it's fine. Yeah. At least that's what they think at first. And then they're punished by the pumpkin Game. monster in the middle of pumpkin, the room. The giant pumpkin. Giant pumpkin. And he then sentences them to manual labor, and they have to dig two holes. After the fake out of making it seem like they're going to be killed. Yeah. And then... Which oh. was dumb, but that, fine. Why is it dumb? I don't know. <laughs> you set up stakes, <laughs> then you take them away, and I'm like, that's stupid. But... <laughs> Well, you just set up your own stakes. I don't know. Was that supposed to be faked out that I thought they were going to be killed in this children's show? I mean, are there no stakes in other children's shows? Like there there are stakes that are faked out constantly because, you know, it's a children's show. They're not going to fucking die. But you still are there with the characters. If the characters believe yeah, but the stakes, then you are there along for the ride with them. Sure, but to immediately take the winds out of your own sails, like, what, you thought we were going to kill you? No, you got two hours of manual labor. And I'm like, oh, well, now the wind's out of my sails. But buddy. even during the manual labor, they think that they're digging their own graves. Yes, and then that happens. They realize they're digging graves because one of them finds a skeleton in there. And then there's a nice moment where it's uh, Beatrice helping them out, trying to help them escape mm -hmm. while they're talking to the pumpkin people. And then the big reveal of the episode is they're not people putting on pumpkins they're skeletons mm -hmm. picking up pumpkins and they were actually digging out the the party animal skeletons to join the party yep it was fun it was funny also i mean just based on the like mm -hmm. title of the episode's name alone you would have gotten that you would have gotten that they were digging up uh, bodies anyway. I thought Huskin was a reference to corn. I mean, not the episode. The uh, the the place is called Pottsfield that they're in. And Pottersfield is a place is like a burial ground. Oh, interesting. I did like I did like the little parableiness of the end, though, where mm -hmm. the giant pumpkin was like, well, don't worry. You don't, you guys don't want to stay. That's fine. Everyone ends up here eventually. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. Fuck, we are. We are all skeletons. Eventually. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. OK. OK. What's the next episode? What's it? OK, show. OK, show. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. What's the next one? Well, Oh, it's a it's a school. Oh, my with, God. Um, Each. So with uh, there's a lot of that. And, uh, there's a lot of like there's something in the darkness lurking. There's more than meets the eye. Autobots roll out. There's a lot of that kind of mm -hmm. thing in this because, you know, I mean, it, it, we can skip around a little bit, but it, they might be in purgatory or they could be in hell or it's all a dream who knows it could be a wizard of odds situation classic urukai urukai what is it what's the word isekai isekai classic isekai <laughs> they just got isekai oh, thank you thank you fear god of death the school episode was bad i'm not the only one that thinks this. fear god of death if you're not already subscribed feel free to subscribe <laughs> but <laughs> so we get yes. we get the we get what happens almost at the beginning of every episode they're walking and they're lost and they're gonna meet they're gonna see something something else and they see a school and immediately you think like bad shit's gonna happen mm -hmm. and then nothing bad happens at all because work goes in and just joins the class of animals now this is the same character that half an episode ago uh was concerned that the bluebird can talk is now taking a class with a pig and a raccoon uh -huh. and a sheep uh-huh and i'll be honest 
when the school teacher started singing, I was like, fuck, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that one animal could talk, but the other animals can't talk. Yeah. Interesting. So as Miss Langtree, the the teacher was like, oh, oh, my Jimmy left me. A is for all the ways he left me all A is along. for the apple that he gave to me. That's down inside. He is how he betrayed me and left me <laughs> yeah. behind. I have, speaking of musical moments, uh, huh? the soundtrack's by The Blasting Company. And I have it on oh. vinyl and listen to it pretty often. It's a banger of a soundtrack. That's cool. And then E-Evaluation says hi to you, Marcus. Hello, Ethan. How are you doing, buddy? Shout out. Now, I will say that whilst super endearing, when we get to the moment mm-hmm. of Greg singing Potatoes and Molasses, Potatoes I was like, oh, this is cute. Molasses. I was like, why? What is happening? Is this the whole show? Is the whole show just another random place and another random thing? And it's sort of spooky and they just keep walking more into the unknown and nothing Mm -hmm. happens. God damn it. That was my feelings. I could could see why someone wouldn't like this episode. I, I, too, think it was the next episode on my first watch that really cemented me liking how the bad show. the show is a hundred percent because the me next episode liking is the show so- songs of the this dark lantern uh, okay where they hold went on. to a tavern the keys he's there's so many good like jokes in this show even in this episode they're like hey do you want to play two old cats it's like what's two old cats it's just finding two old that's cats. funny that's funny. That was funny. Okay. And then the funny. dad's like, I started this school so you could teach animals how to play music and read. And then he's crying alone in the back because he doesn't have the money. He was taking the instruments back because he actually didn't going have bankrupt. the money and was going bankrupt. Yeah. And then they started a fundraiser where the animals were playing music at the end. And it was great. And it turns out her boyfriend wasn't a jerk and didn't leave her. He was just stuck in a gorilla stuck costume. Stuck inside of a gorilla costume. Great I purposely skipped I purposely skipped all that so the next episode we're in a tavern Uh and birds aren't allowed in the tavern and this this whole fucking tavern plays seven different songs to tell me exposition about no one that's ever gonna matter again I I need you to explain this one to me buddy I'm the highway man (laughs) I do what I can (laughs) (laughs) I love it So you end up mm. in a bar, right? You end up in a, in a tavern, and it's called Songs yeah. of the Dark Lantern. And I feel like with this episode, it's just that it just emphasizes that thing that we are all on a journey trying to discover who we are. And these are all people who've decided that they know who <laughs> they on. are already on their Fun. journey. And our protagonist Fun. is you, lost and doesn't know. Fuck you. The tavern is full of main characters. They have their own stories yeah. going on. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Dash, that's not how Dash that's gets not, it. Dash Life for That's not the definition. It. The definition of a main character means that they're main character. We know more about everyone in this tavern Everyone's before we character. know anything about we're in Greg. There are main characters in their own life and we're isn't he's still trying to find his place and so this this episode solidifies that word is the pilgrim going on his hero's journey and that is what's happening in this show and it really i guess not subtly tells you that and it's an episode about self-discovery and all these people have roles and they're trying to fit him into 
a role. Oh my god, I'm trying to read the chat. I'm going to ignore it for now. It's a great episode because they're because our chat it's is fun. fighting right now. It's fun. <laughs> our chat is fighting right now. What? And I then don't, I don't understand. I I feel like sometimes this happens with shows, and I don't understand what you want from shows. Because I feel like I, sometimes I'm like, it was fun, interesting. It, I understand that maybe it's not the most like narratively compelling show out there, but it's each episode's 10 minutes. <laughs> each episode's 10 minutes long. The whole thing is less than two hours. Mm-hmm. Next episode. Oh, we my got- God. <laughs> what? Just skip it over the rest of the episode. You didn't even like the music in this one. Like there was not a song. By the way, like, oh, I loved it. It was fun. Who cares who's singing? It? It's good music. They're like not even. It's not good music. <laughs> yes, it is. What oh. are you talking about? So the episode ends where you do find out a little bit about Wart. You find out he has a crush on a girl named Sarah, and you find out that no, no, you find that out in the next episode. What's the fucking find it in this episode? Oh, oh yeah. the end of the episode is you find out a little more about the woodsman. Yes. Yes. And that was a big little reveal mm-hmm. because you find out the reason he is burning all this wood to make the oil to ever be burning the lantern is because the lantern holds the soul of his daughter. Yes. And that is some like poetically justice shit that that was like I was like, oh, fuck. When I found out that I was like, oh, shit. Now, like he's he's interested. Like, that's that's compelling. <laughs> That's fucking compelling. Cause like That's fucking compelling. like yeah. holy shit. Like yeah, whoa. Beast, like uh, fucking like holy shit. This yeah. guy's like ho- mm-hmm. his whole life. Just could you imagine could you imagine, Marcus? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then and and, and Marcus, weren't we all a little bit like the woodsman? Ever cutting down trees to just burn our own lantern to keep think- our souls burning? Yeah. I think that's part of the, I think that's the point. Deep shit. Exactly. It's if you're a God of death. Deep shit. It's deep shit. Exactly. Everyone's carrying their own torch is the line that he says. And he says it, I think, Whoa, in this episode, I missed that. I missed which that. is the good. point of the episode. <laughs> and Say why we're meeting all these main characters at the tavern. Say that line again. We all, I don't know what the fuck. We all have our own torch to bear some shit, something like that. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Oh, my God. And then immediately we go from this awesome, like, this you fucking awesome. button where I'm like, terrible. finally. Well, the show, the episode was awesome, but this great <laughs> button of getting more, and immediately we leave all that behind to follow Wirt and Greg and Beatrice fucking, no, Wirt and Greg fucking walking around a mansion with some old guy. Is this mad love? Uh, <laughs> and a, oh, yeah. Quincy and a, Ellicott. And a, and a horse and a bird trying to steal shit. It was funny. This was a funny episode. I I think that this was one of them. I think the last episode is probably one of my favorites. Song of the Dark Lantern. Other than like the last episode, because I feel like the last episode has the most like story and is the most compelling and all that stuff. But I like Songs of the Dark Lantern a lot. It's one that I have rewatched on its own mad love it was a little bit of weaker episode but on rewatches i've appreciated it more because it is basically just the eccentric rich guy you find out that he's been walking around this mansion and there's a ghost there and then they find the ghost and you realize the mansion was just so big that they each thought each other was a ghost and then they give him two pennies and that's the whole episode but there's hijinks in the episode hijinks ensue and you are you not here for the hijinks are you not here for the fun the comedy the talking horse them running around scooby-doo-esque shit happening no 
You're just like, man, they were looking around in the house and there's just no, it was boring. I didn't like the house. I don't get it. I don't get it. I did appreciate that you did find out about Wurt's crush, Sarah. You found out about Beatrice, who used to be human. Yeah. That's a big one. I know, but there's just so much time spent on the Quincy Endicott and like what he was doing that I was like, I don't, where. Uh, okay okay show side note it's only 11 minutes is this what we're gonna do with this time okay later in a scene during the later during the graveyard scene you see quincy endicott's name on the tombstone spoilers we're not even there yet well i'm just saying (laughs) we can't talk about it while we're here now because at this point now i know after watching the whole show that it is kind of alluded that maybe quincy is dead all along Mm mm-hmm and I did watch a video where someone's like, he doesn't eat any of the food. He doesn't <laughs> do this. He doesn't do that. And I'm like, oh, shit. You know, interesting. So interesting. Then okay. we got yeah, no, Lullaby go in Frogland. Where Lullaby we, in uh, Frogland. We, we, we join a fairy uh, or we join a fairy. What is with the deep size? What is happening? I feel like I'm in Bizarro I'm sorry. I'm World. Sorry. Let, let me try again. Let me try again. Oh, my God. Again. And then... Oh, and then we join a fairy that's like <laughs> full of frogs. Whoa. I, I gave you gold, Nick. I gave you gold this week and you are you are not appreciating it. You spit on it and you're just like pooey, patooey. I don't want this fabulous gift you've given me. Let's go watch brats again. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, let's fucking let's look at this. Remember this? The brass. <laughs> fucking who's this one? What's the fuck's her name? You saying Yasmin? Yasmin. Yasmin. Is this what you want, Nick? Merchandising? Yeah. There wasn't enough yeah. ads. Wait, give me a pose, give me a pose again. There wasn't enough ads it. or product it. placement in the fucking movie for you. You want you want brats? No. God damn it. Listen, I want you to give me a fucking little like fucking montage of you playing with that goddamn doll. <laughs> Dress her up. Have her like have her like serving tea to one of your berserk uh-huh. figures. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. They both have uh-huh. equal placement in this show. They both had their own episode. I, equal weight. Berserk and rats. They each got one full episode. That's true. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh-huh. So we got all the frogs, and this is a very classic hijinky episode where they're not they don't have any money. They're not supposed to be there. So half the episode mm-hmm. they're like running around. And then most of it, most of the important thing I think of this episode is they end up, they end pretending to be in the band. And joining the band with the frog, and you find out the frog that they had could sing. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. Okay. I feel like, th- yeah, there As are a lot of were... hijinks. It is a fun, fun thing. They realize the frog that they've had along with them is is naked, and all these other frogs are clothed, and so they have to try to find him close. It's funny. But then something happens. Mm-hmm. As they are starting to sing in the band, and Wirt is playing the bassoon. <laughs> And there's this beautiful song sung by this frog that makes all the other frogs stop. I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. All the (laughs) other fucking frogs start to sing and stop and listen. Uh And then they're revealed. And then the frog's like, no, no, no. Let them keep going. I almost fucking cried. (laughs) I almost fucking cried because of like. Because of the sincerity, because of the sincerity of Greg and Wirt and the stupid frog singing this beautiful song. And I was like, wait a second. Am I watching this show wrong? It was at this moment. And I'm not joking. It was at this moment when I said, hold on a second. I don't think I'm watching the show right. <laughs> okay, I'm not you- enjoying the show because I'm not letting myself enjoy the show. Uh-huh. I'm watching. You know what I You know what I realized? I was like, I have on reviewer 
commentator. I got to do this for the podcast mode mm-hmm. brain. And I'm not watching this show. I need to stop. Uh-huh. I need to calm down. And then at that point in the night, I put the show to bed. I turned it off and I said, I need to finish this tomorrow. Oh, I got to wow. sleep on what this show just did to me in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> and I went to bed and then everything from that moment, that song, I specifically know it's that <laughs> stupid song. The frog sings where the whole show takes a turn for me and everything oh starts god. falling into place oh my god okay well you know what let's see what else falls into place during our game <laughs> out of the unknown ah! now try this trivia now try this trivia now trivia now trivia now trivia Okay, we're back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Nick, this game's called Out of the Unknown. It's essentially six degrees uh, of, of Kevin Bacon uh, to oh, Kevin Bacon, but with uh, Over the Garden Wall. Okay. So now, Marcus, tell me what the game is again, but I sound excited about your own awesome game because that's a great idea. Wow. So this game is probably the greatest game we've ever had on the podcast. Bar none. Bar none. You have to connect. I'm going to give you a movie and you have to get there okay. from Over the Garden Wall. Oh, shit. I was going to. You've I been could... told by our producer to read the description she wrote. Okay. There's a description. The celebrated voice <laughs> actors have been lost. In the woods of a Cartoon Network miniseries, get them home from unknown from unknown to oh. Hollywood using six degrees of separation from over the garden wall. Wow, I should have just Honestly? read that. Yeah, you should <laughs> You should have just not when the music came back, you should have done nothing except read the description. Yeah, 100 percent That's a great description. Sorry about that. Okay, so the first actor is Elijah Wood. Okay. And you have to get to Enchanted, the 2007 movie. With Amy Adams? Yes. Okay. See if you can okay. get there. Elijah, Talk it out. Okay. Well, there's Over the Garden Wall with Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Elijah Wood was in the movie Sin City. Okay. Yes, he was. Not where you thought I was going. Not where Not you thought where I was it, going. No. Not where you thought I was going. Remind me of where I'm going to. <laughs> Enchanted. <laughs> Enchanted. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. I, I went to Sin City. So we're in Sin City. Sure, we're in Sin City. In Sin City. Wonderful world. There black is and white. a lot of actors. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. So in many that to choose film. from. There's so many to choose. There's too many to choose from. Amy let's, Adams is not let's one. Let's do though. our man. Let's do our man. Bruce Willis. Okay, Bruce Willis. Fucking hair, Bruce no Willis. hair. Uh huh. Hair, no hair. Bruce Willis. He Which had one? no hair in that film. There you go. He had no hair in that film. <laughs> Sin City had no hair. So we got Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> So You're stupid. killing it. Bruce Willis was in, in the movie Die Hard <laughs> 4? Had Justin Long in it, right? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, so yeah, Justin Long. Justin Long was in the movie He's Not That Into You. Okay. Which had... Hold on. Which had... Uh, <laughs> this is great. Which this had, is great content. I love it. Which had... Oh, shit. What's her name? What's her name? She was in Grey's Anatomy and... Uh, 27 dresses while nick's thinking if you're listening to this you can let us know how you got there by reaching us out to us on social media at nowtrythiscast.com on all the platforms i don't Are know why i wasn't writing this, this down? down it's gonna help me so much so justin long okay justin long. he's not that into you not that into you we said scarlett johansson scarlett johansson man this is such a long way of getting to that <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Someone said Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl. That's who I was looking for. Catherine Heigl. I don't think she's in. She's not that into you. So Scarlett Johansson, who was in 
Okay, who is in? He's just in not that into you. That movie. Yeah. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. was in. Who's in El- Enchanted? Amy. <laughs> Amy. Oh Adams, my god. James Marsden. Uh huh. Fucking Adina Menzel. That's all I remember. Which one of these people? Adina Menzel James... was in it. Nice. Not Ella Enchanted. Enchanted. Did you say yeah, Ella? Adina Menzel was in okay, it. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. I did. Fuck. I'm. I'm. I'm failing this one. I'm failing this one hard. You're I feel like I don't even know job. how many degrees I'm already at. Scarlett this was Johansson. a test one for me that she gave me to to make sure it was easy, and I did get this one. <laughs> I just six. went the wrong way. In I five. clearly I just went the wrong way. Just saying. I just didn't do this correctly. You went the wrong way. 100. percent Scarlett Johansson was in uh, Don John. What's that movie? What are you? Why George, are you George, naming Gordon movies. Why don't you just fucking go to Avengers or some shit and then go to someone else? Because I don't know how Avengers connects to Amy Adams or James Marsden. <laughs> That's the wrong universe. Amy Adams is James Martin is in pre MCU Marvel and Amy uh-huh. Adams is in Superman. Uh-huh. I'm like, let me, I'm let me know wrong. when you give up. I went I the could, wrong I way. I could do it again. I remember. I fucked this one up. I'll get it in the next one. Okay. Here's what I said. I said Elijah Wood, Lord of the Rings, Ian Too McKellen easy. to X Men. James Marsden to oh, Enchanted. Yeah, but you went the easy way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fine. Also, I you could have gone, you could have gone Elijah Wood, Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind, Jim Carrey, Sonic the Hedgehog, James Marsden. I don't like Jim Carrey. <laughs> One of the Avengers has a lead role with Amy Adams. Oh, am I am I close? Avengers. Okay, hold on. Amy Adams. I don't know what fucking movies Amy Adams fucking been in. She's been in so many shits. Fucking Oh, I God damn it. I hate you, Dash Time Forward 2. Avengers into fucking Hawkeye. What the fuck's his name? Oh, Arrival. Jeremy yeah, Renner. Into Arrival. Into Jeremy Renner. Into Arrival. Into go. Amy Adams. That's it. God yeah, damn it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that was a test one. That one didn't count. So I'll get all the rest of them. You can the use IMDb one? for the next one if you want. I don't need to. I got this. Okay. Next one is. None of my brain's warmed up. Christopher Lloyd to Star Trek. Oh, wait. Yeah. No, that's the next one. Do you. Are you giving me a certain Star Trek or any Star Trek? Any Star Trek. It could be movie, TV show, any Star Trek. Just get to a Star Trek. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I'd be impressed if you get to the old TV show, which I think you can. Oh, gosh. I Oh, man. I don't know. I know so few things that Christopher Lloyd has actually like did. <laughs> oh, okay. no. This is, I think you thought this was easy. I don't know anything about Christopher Lloyd. It's, it's a hard besides one. Besides Back to the Future. But it starts with Christopher Lloyd and then goes to Back to the Future. Well, the only other person in that is Michael J. Fox. That That is the third step in the six ste- or five step well, it's thing two. It's to only Star one, Trek. It's, it's only one step. This is only one degree. Yeah, so it's something else Michael J. Fox count, is in. Just a, Michael J. Fox... Let's see. He's been in Teen Wolf, which I don't know anybody in. He's been in. He had a sitcom. Mm. I don't know who anyone is in that. He was in. Mm-mm. No voice I, acting. Fucking... Do you remember anything he voice acted? Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox voice acted. He totally voice acted. Mm-hmm. What did he voice act? I have no idea. The Goofy movie? No, not the Goofy movie. It, <laughs> I don't know. Underrated Disney movie. Oliver and Company? No. Humans. Humans. Bon Jovi? Are we going no, to Bon Jovi? Bon Jovi. It has humans <laughs> in it. Underrated underwater Tars Atlantis yeah into Atlantis like I can fucking get anybody in the fucking Atlantis movie is Danny DeVito in that fucking movie I don't fucking no. know Jesus I mean maybe Christ. who's in fucking, there I know that everyone wants Terry Crews to play that one doctor guy in the mm-hmm. live action movie that's mm-hmm. all I know I don't fucking know who's in it wow. um wow what I, uh, nope no yeah uh-huh. nothing I don't know no Leonard Nimoy is in the movie Leonard no. I don't know what fucking movie Leonard Nimoy you know was in besides Nimoy fucking is in? I know who he is he's in Star Trek hey, Star Trek 2 Trek. No, is Leonard Nimoy in Atlantis? Yeah, he's in Atlantis. Who is he? He's the king. 
King Kashiki, whatever. In what world, Marcus? In King, what in this world? world? In in America, whatever. Okay, next that was one. also a warm up round. <laughs> There's only five. Okay, okay. Melanie Linsky to Devil Wears Prada. Okay, Melanie Linsky. I don't is know in who two she and a half is. men. I do. She was in two and a half men. This in one two was and a half men for me. Is oh gosh, I only know her in two and a half men. No, 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 no. She was in. She was in. I think it was. Was it Drink Buddies? Drinking is that Buddies. The name of it that she was in. Let me see. Let me see. She's in Drink Buddies. Drinking Buddies. No. Oh, I know who no, she she's is. In that, she's not in Drinking Buddies. She's in that other one that Anna uh, Kendrick did. Um, Togetherness. No, she. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. Oh gosh. It was like it was. Wet Hot American Summer. No, it was. Uh, our ex-wife perks uh, of being a wallflower oh my god you are not helping (laughs) she played anna kendrick's sister in a movie drive called i don't know what you're talking about oh god no it was she's in a lot of stuff jesus christ who anna kendrick no melanie linsky happy christmas happy christmas okay okay so she was in happy christmas everything i named she was in with anna kendrick anna kendrick Was in who's in Devil Wears Prada? Mel Streep. Oh, Anna Kendrick was in Into the Woods. Uh huh. And Into the Woods was Mel Streep, who was in Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, let's go. Do you need to hear that again? I hear it. that again. What's the name of the actress? Mel- Melanie, Melanie Linsky. Melanie Linsky. Linsky was in Happy Christmas with Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick was in Into the Woods. Mel Streep. Mel Streep was in Devil Wears Prada. Boom. Watch, watching you do Ooh. that was like yeah, that's time for two. The other uh, Joe Swans. Amazing. <laughs> it was like the Olympics. I exactly okay tim curry to a league of their own the fucking woman's baseball movie mm-hmm. uh, i think you mean oh. baseball movie nick what did i say you said women's baseball movie just baseball <laughs> you're an <laughs> asshole okay oh god tim curry is so iconic but like uh, yeah. in movies that i don't know you got anyone this. else that is in the movie tim curry i mean you know I mean, he was in rocky horror who he else was, was in, in rocky it. horror he was in clue rocky horror i have no fucking idea who's the... oh wait, wait wait so he was in rocky horror okay with susan sarandon yeah nice 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 susan sarandon oh god what the fuck is susan sarandon in Oh, she's in Stepmom with Julia Roberts. What? I know I'm going out, but I'm going out to give me someone I know a lot of things about. I know a lot of Julia Roberts, right? Yep. Julia Roberts Roberts. was in. She was in a movie with Tom Hanks. She was in A League of Her Own. She was in a movie with Tom Hanks, and it was called. She was um, in a movie with Tom Hanks. Who? Julia Roberts. Yeah, they play like Southern a Southern gentleman. It's like. Oh yeah! Wow, they were in two movies together. It's like three movies together. You have three options. Tom Hanks. What was Tom, what's Tom Hanks in? What's Tom? How, oh my who's, god! I've else? never watched any Hanks? of these movies that they are in together. Tom Hanks. What has Tom Hanks been in? Oh my god! This movie is has such a banger of a cast. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks was Nicholas Cage. Tom Hanks was in. Oh my god! Tom Hanks Tom was Hanks? in. Fucking the Regina fu- King. Private Bruce Ryan. Campbell. What? Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Had. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So Julia Roberts yep. is in Ocean's Eleven. Wow. Yep. Matt Damon is in Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Matt Damon was also in Saving Private Ryan. Uh-huh. And so is Tom Hanks, who is in A League of Their Own. Nice. Good job. I go through it again. So Tim Curry <laughs> oh my God, was in Rocky so Horror with Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Susan Sarandon was in Stepmom with Julia Roberts. Julia Roberts was in Ocean's Eleven with Matt Damon. Matt Damon was in Saving Private Ryan with Tom Hanks. Uh-huh. Tom Hanks was in A League of Their Own. Nice. Boom. Nailed it. Good job. Last How did you 
one. It. Tim Curry, Rocky Horror, Susan Saranda, Thelma and Louise, Gina Davis. That would have been way easier, huh? <laughs> they are okay. the titular Thelma and, and Louise. And Louise, yeah. Huh, interesting. Okay, Inception from Inception. John Cleese. John Cleese. Oh, by the way, the movie I was thinking of was Ant Bully. Ant Bully has Bruce Campbell, Regina King, Julia Roberts, Nicolas Cage, Meryl Streep, Paul Giamatti, Allison Mack, Tom Hanks. What's the name of this movie? Tom Kenny, Ant Bully. Nope, nothing. It has. Do I know any movies John cast. Cleese has been in? John Cleese. Yeah, you know John Cleese. Do you know John Cleese? In name, that he's one of those actors that have just been around and he's been like, in everything. He's uh, like Monty Python guy. I, I don't watch Monty Python. Oh, man. Nick, come on. Jeez. He's, I know, he's the main Monty Python guy. I feel like if you think Monty Python, you've seen his face. Um. I don't think anything when I think Monty Python because I don't know anything. I've never watched a Monty Python movie and I know him. Do I know anyone else in Monty Python? No, I don't know. I don't know anybody else in Monty Python. Uh, Okay. He was in a animated movie with a lot of singing. Really? That's that's the clue. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That is based on a toy brand, an obsolete toy brand from the 80s. Brett? No, from the 80s. G.I. Joe? No. And they had little hair and it was like for girls yeah he was in trolls okay fine trolls in trolls is anna kendrick (laughs) (laughs) god damn it not everything's about anna kendrick anna kendrick is in into the woods (laughs) with meryl streep jesus christ meryl streep (laughs) is the devil wears prada (laughs) oh actually yeah is in you could do it that way. Is in let's see, Inception. Who's in who's in Inception? Tom Hardy, Jessica and Levitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, Meryl Streep is in Beach? What the fuck Beaches? is Beach, dude? Beach? Why don't you just go to Devil Wears Prada? Meryl. Save you like five steps. Meryl. Well, because in that movie is Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh. I think it's named Beach. I'm gonna check. Oh my uh, God. rare photo of mom Meryl on the beach. No, it's <laughs> not named Beach. Yep. Yep. I wanna see when I type Meryl Street Beach, I wanna see her in in a bikini is what i'm trying to do no it's um oh god what's the name of it it's beach movie oh, oh it's august it's, it's, it's marvin's room i'm no, sorry marvin's room. room okay well i won't use that one because i cheated let's see okay so who else is in inception leonardo dicaprio joseph gordon levitt both tom hardy in the same movie with this mm-hmm. other person who's in that Double was so Wars helpful Prada. emily blunt no jesus christ What's her what's her name? What's her this name? Is, oh, the, uh, the one we talk about. Catwoman. Oh, Anne Hathaway. <laughs> yes. So Anne so is into with Meryl Streep with Devil Wears Prada with Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway is in Batman three the dark knight returns with tom hardy and inside of that movie and is Joseph tom Gordon hardy Levin. who is in inception <laughs> and joseph Gordon Levin. no 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 just tom hardy <laughs> i forgot joseph Gordon was in that movie until right now he was robin he was wow that was an awful movie that was a Come bad fight movie me. that was an awful movie is that the last one christopher nolan made the perfect trilogy that no he made one really good film yeah we made one really good film and there's revisionist history about the other two <laughs> Batman Begins was not good until Dark Knight came out. And then we were like, oh, I see what he was doing. I guess the movie was pretty good. I hated Batman Begins. When I watched it, I've never liked it. I liked The Dark Knight. That's a great movie. Batman and Christian Bale still sucks ass in that entire movie. So he kind of ruins it. 
but I think Heath Ledger saved it. And then yeah. part three got rid of the one good thing that was in part two. So it was also a bad movie. Well, I mean, it wasn't his fault. That's fair. That's fair. Honestly, no, Marcus. Hot take. You should blame Heath Ledger for the third. I blame him. Oh, <laughs> no. That's not, I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm just saying that he, you know. No, Marcus. I think even you should if he was alive, he would not have been in the third movie. So he would have been in the third movie. You think so? They would have rewrote it. They never do that for, for superhero stuff. But he was the best. He would have been in it somehow. <laughs> Fair. Maybe. All right, Marcus. Okay. Back to this. When we last left off talking about the podcast topic, you hit a turning point. From a fucking frog song. <laughs> it's a good song. From a frog song. And then from there, you found out this whole, this person they were tracing, Adelaide, the lady mm-hmm. of the forest or whatever. They were to trying Adelaide, to uh, fucking. To Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah, I really like how that song came back later. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beatrice went there by herself, but weren't followed. And you found out Beatrice was going to portray them yep. so she can bring her family back to mm-hmm. life. Classic. But then Beatrice had a change of heart. Classic yeah, was turning classic. the I was... tail of the animal guide on its head. Yeah, I actually I really like that. I like that turn. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. And then Wirt and Greg came in. Somehow they fucking defeated Adelaide. But Wirt and Greg were not having it. So they left Beatrice behind. Yeah. I do like that in small but important ways, the characters are growing each episode. Yeah. You know? Totally. It's kind of nice. This I is the like one where you can start to see it. It's hard to do. It's Each episode's like 10 minutes long. It's like yeah. to, to get character development over the course of that time a little bit every episode it's difficult but you do see it happening and by the end i feel like everything feels earned i 100 percent agree and then after that you get the ringing of the bell where you get uh anti-whispers that was uh, wild by tim curry this episode is terrifying it was a good episode yeah it's fucking terrifying (laughs) it's it was really good you could tell that it was kind of inspired by like um, Spirited Away and like Miyazaki, oh, yeah. like kind of style and that kind like of that, yeah. style of storytelling and, and animation. Yeah. And the classic turn of Lorna, Lorna, the girl. Mm-hmm. So basically we get our boys, they meet Lady and they're like, oh, no, we have to save you from your mean old anti whispers. And when they try to, they realize that fucking she was the demon all along. Yeah, I do like and that a lot. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. And it I was smart how they took care of her yeah you know it was it was greg helped to take care of her right Mm -hmm. to help to like win the day you know it was been useful but also Wart's starting to step up that's true i mean yeah in this episode you definitely see both you see a a greg stepping up a little bit and actually being useful and being a bit more cautious and realizing that his like actions kind of like have consequences and then you Mm -hmm. also have Wart not being a coward which was kind of like the whole issue yeah and then the next episode honestly even though I'm at a turning point in the show, was really weird. Basically, they go to sleep in the woods, and Greg has a dream that lets him go home, but instead he stays behind to go with the beast to save his brother. Mm-hmm. It was weird. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was like, weird. The whole dream thing and like the old north wind starts to howl. Turns it that down. felt like a cuphead. Yeah, thing. 100%. It did feel like cuphead. It was that old it school like animation kind of creepy yeah. vaudevillian stuff. And it was like, yeah, I didn't like the dream sequence also, yeah. but I get it. I get why it was there. It just kind of looked like they were succumbing to the elements and the nature and things like that. And like, this makes sense once you find out like, what's happening and what caused them to get to this point in the outside world yeah you know agreed agreed super agreed but at the time you're like what the fuck's happening <laughs> this feels yeah i was chaotic. super confused but but at the end when greg like 
whispered that he wanted something else instead and he went with the beast i was like oh fuck yeah yeah greg deciding to go oh uh, fear beast. god of death i don't know we were on the same page but you're saying this is a great episode i don't know <laughs> buddy you gotta explain was, that one to it me it was a great episode around the dream sequence i feel like the dream sequence Eesh. is a little weird i don't know i enjoyed That's what it they said this is a great episode oh my god but yeah, then go the ahead. place it ended up and then episode nine happened mm-hmm. and then i was like oh shit episode nine is a flashback yes. going back before they enter the unknown and you find out that i like this one too i never considered it a dream sequence they never considered a dream se- they're asleep <laughs> they're asleep and he's dreaming about clouds and angels what do you mean it's not a dream sequence? Maybe it's a, a dream within a dream. I'm going to kick you both out of this podcast right now. Not a dream <laughs> sequence. So, but this next episode, wow. Talk, I was already like changing my mind about the show. Mm-hmm. And then this episode happened into the unknown where you go all the way back before they got lost. You find out you're in modern day. That the reason they're dressed up like that is because it's Halloween. When you start the show, you think they're like gnomes or something. You think they're yeah. like weird, like... They're dressed weird. And but you're like, it's not. It, it fits with the aesthetic of the show. It's like they don't look out of place. Yeah. They look like pil- old-timey pilgrims. Totally. But they're not. It's modern day. And they like... The whole episode... The whole episode is how they got lost. The whole episode is... Uh, War makes a tape for a girl. And Greg messes it up and gets her to see it. And they have to go to the party. And then they have to go mm-hmm. to the graveyard. And it's this whole... It's almost like an episode of fucking Degrassi in yeah, like the best 100%. way because because yeah. we're and Greg are still 100 percent authentically themselves uh-huh. that we've known them as to be. And then they they get ran off of the, some train tracks and into a pond or a river or something. And then that's how they end up like into in the into the unknown. Into the unknown. And yes. at this at this moment, everything just makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Like. I think nobody likes the beginning of a Narnia movie where it's just the kids in the house before they walk through the wardrobe. But before you understand that they're the kids that had walked through the wardrobe, for me, I don't know what's happening. I don't I don't get it. I need to know the back matter. I need to know our present situation, our stakes to know why I'm compelled to care. And this show brought me in with pure sincerity and whimsy Mm -hmm. to get me invested into this point. Even yeah. though I was at the beginning and then now I am. Yeah. But when this happened and this episode happened, everything changed. Every mm-hmm. little moment of the fact that Greg had even candy in his first in his yeah. first place. The way that Wirt is treating Greg. The yeah. way that Greg is treating Wirt. The reason they are walking the way they do. The reason the dynamic is the way they are. The reason they are saying the things they're saying. The reason they're hesitant to sing or they want to sing or the whole thing of everything moment before this all makes sense now yeah, after watching no, that episode. 100%. They, Patrick McHale talked in an interview and he said that he originally had this episode in the beginning and then he said it made the whole show boring <laughs> it was like mm. it just it didn't I don't, it just didn't work as well so by placing this episode yep. at the end you end up like with it recontextualizes things and it makes you think about things more and it adds yes. by not having that in the beginning it adds to the creepiness factor of like why is everything so like metaphorical why are people saying all these like weirdly deep cryptic things you know yeah i like it yeah, I, totally. I think it works better this way i loved it yeah i loved it i think if this isn't your speed like i totally and, and it's not mine so at sure. the beginning i'm just like i don't get it I, it's this is lost on me mm-hmm. i i i'm i'm there by episode five like oh my god i'm gonna hate the thing that marcus last <laughs> episode said he's gonna get a tattoo of i'm like why the fuck would you get a tattoo of these stupid kids <laughs> like 
Sure, it's like fun and cute, and Greg says a couple yeah. funny things. But why is this any better than like fucking being puppy cat or Adventure yeah. Time or like anything sure. else? I'm just like, what? And then this happens, and just like you said, it recontextualizes everything up until this mm-hmm. moment. And you're like, holy fuck, everything means so much more. Yeah, and like the metaphor, and like what you were saying earlier of like, is it Wizard of Oz? Are they in purgatory? Mm-hmm. Did they really just get teleported to another world? Yeah, when those questions are starting to be asked, everything is more important. The way the hunts, the woodsman is talking, the lantern he is holding, yeah, the beast in and of itself, Beatrice as a bird, Beatrice as a person, every the fish fishing in the fucking pond (laughs) everything is so much more important with this moment yeah yeah i i I totally and i totally see that and i totally like it and this is definitely like a much needed moment in the series i think that if it was just goofy silly fun times the whole time i honestly don't think i would have liked the show as much i would have enjoyed it for sure but it would have not had the weight that it does have and it wouldn't have warranted a rewatch a hundred a million percent Mm -hmm. that's exactly where i was yeah and then the end of this episode he uh he's in a tree meets beatrice's family so it just gives even more stakes to beatrice's yep. story and then he goes off now as a changed person mm-hmm. to go find his brother his brother not yeah, his stepbrother in, his brother yeah exactly who's in danger and, and needs yeah. him and who also like yeah. sacrificed himself to help his brother so they both like changed yeah. so much and have grown yeah and a few things about this episode that you can buy the mixtape because he's like oh it's just it's like me playing bassoon in poetry because oh, he's, really? he's boring but you can buy the mixtape from mondo shout out to mondo if you want to send us a couple of copies i think they're all sold out though so you could buy probably find it on ebay but it actually has elijah wood reading poetry and playing the bassoon on it which is pretty funny well i guess i don't know if he's playing the bassoon but there's bassoon being played on it that's awesome actually it looks like there's a lot out there also i like that one more thing about the episode is that i like that you have this mindset of like wart being worried about this girl that he's really into and jason funderberger and like you're like okay obviously that must be like the jock and the cheerleader kind of thing he's just like this loser and it's like no he goes to the game and he wants to date the mascot and you meet jason funderberger and he's like this fucking loser even more of a loser than word is (laughs) yeah and you can tell that is clearly into work exactly yeah and like it's so interesting because that's so much more relatable right like like so much of the world that we live in is happening in our own mind minds and it's not what's happening in other people's minds or what's even happening in out there really yeah. you know and they could have easily had it be the jock and be all these tropes and we wouldn't have bad an eyelash yeah but the fact that it subverted it even now even while they're subverting so many other things mm-hmm. it's just like shows that they told the story they wanted to tell yeah 100 you know? it's a more relatable one yeah agreed so then is the last episode which is called the unknown mm-hmm. and we get the final the final the final gambits it's it ties up all the loose ends it's yeah. um you know i don't even know how else to say it really besides just it ties up all the loose ends they fight the beast and they you get this amazing standoff because now that you find out the elder woods that the woodsman is cutting down used to be people they're lost yeah, travelers. lost souls yep and greg is turning into one of them mm-hmm. and then when the woodsman sees that he has to chop down greg he's like no and then it's like fine your daughter will die and then he offers and then work comes and offers Wirt, this is this is probably one of the best moments of the show. I love this moment. Yeah. Where they offer Wirt the same deal that he offered the woodsman so long ago. And he says, yeah. I can save your brother and put him inside the lantern, but you need to keep filling the lantern to keep your brother alive. And he's about to say yes. Mm-hmm. And then he said, wait, <laughs> no. I love it. No. And he's like, what? 
he's like why would i do that why would i waste my life away chutting down that's stupid why would i why would i keep (laughs) chutting down trees no and then he's like wait a second is it even are is this lantern have to do with you being alive? And he pretends to do it on yeah. the, the He's like, no. And it's like, <laughs> and he gives us the wisdom. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. He's like, okay, what? this is bullshit. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I want nothing to do with this. Yeah. yeah and you get to see the, for like a quick flash. I think you see the beast. The beast. It's cr- yeah. creepy. He's like a bunch. He has it's a like, bunch of like screaming faces on his body. Oh, I, I didn't like stop it. The beast. I think you can look up reveal. an image of it. It looked like a flesh color to me. Yeah. It's terrifying. Look up the beast from over the garden wall. Oh, wow. It is terrifying. It's got a whole bunch of faces all over it. It's got a bunch of faces on him that are screaming. And it's like, it could be the Endlewood tree or whatever that's become a part of him or lost souls that he needs to consume. Who knows? And that in and of itself, though, the beast and the the imagery of the beast with the uh, gnarled branch horns that have been in the backdrop of all these episodes is creepy as fuck and a really great, like, Verboding the way he talks and he's mm-hmm. like oh you gotta keep lancing the lantern Da-da. it's very eerie it's very scary it's very good yeah no it's it's creepy and and it's good and i like it and it was just like you can see the character moments like i said earlier all justified the ending it worked really well it was cohesive yeah. they tied all the loose pieces together even the dumb little vignettes yeah souls over his body all even the dumb little vignettes in the beginning make sense again i love the moment when everything's over and this is like an epilogue and it mm-hmm. literally shows all those vignettes now with context and yeah. I, you remember how upset i was at the beginning of this episode about these stupid vignettes setting yeah. this mood of like this show sucks like what is this for <laughs> and then at the end i was here i started to cry i was like oh fuck it was just so like fucking cathartic yeah a hundred the way it all like wraps up and it's so pretty and beautiful and it's like in the way he meets sarah at the end and the way he's talking about his brother and how he cares about his brother and it's Mm -hmm. like you know the whole thing is like were they dead were they not dead did they go to this world i don't know but they're changed but they're not dead because they both remember it you know and like he still has a glowy orange gold thing in his frog so yeah and his frog yeah so clearly it was real but like i don't know it was wild it it was a lot of fun and it's such a deep show and i feel like it's so good to rewatch too like every time i've rewatched it i Mm. i not someone who rewatches stuff a lot but there's just more things you pick up on more jokes that you like understand better or like can relate to more as your life changes and yeah it's just a show for like all ages you know it's really really deep and it's also silly so like kids can watch it because it's silly and fun it might be a little too scary for some but like adults definitely would appreciate it i was sitting there i was text i was there with lexi the night before Mm -hmm. saying like what the fuck is this show yeah i'm gonna hate this show this show's so stupid and then we went to sleep and then i I finished the, the the show today and I texted. I was like, God damn it. I fucking love this show. I fucking understand why people we watch this. Hold on. Let me read the text verbatim. Cause it was just like, what a fucking turn. I was like, what a 180. Um, I said, God damn it. The show ended really strong. It was pretty great when it all came together. And I said, I feel like I need to rewatch it now with context. I get why people watch it every fall now. Yeah. It's a great show. It's just so fun. So what do you think happened? Do you think that they were in purgatory on the verge of death because they were drowning and then they made it out? No, I don't think. I mean, in, in the grand scheme of things, I, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, 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 I have such show. a tough time with these questions. And I know you do, too. I know you yeah. have to ask. But I know you also have the same problem as me. Is like, no, fucking Christopher Nolan wants us to think that the top is still spinning. That's like the point. He wants <laughs> yeah, yeah, us yeah, to yeah. sit here and talk about it. We yeah. know there's no answer. That's not the point. Yeah, yeah. Like, we know that. But I think, I don't know. I think there are some 
it's so hard because the world is literally a metaphor for everything. Mm-hmm. The woodsman, the fucking the rich guy in the mansion, Beatrice yeah, as the, the fucking harbinger of fucking shit and this and that, the beast. It's like, you know, so obviously it's like a fucking parable, but just because I think this is the magic of it all, right? Like this is where magic lives. Like just because it's like the wiz- the, the Oz, right? Mm-hmm. Oz for Dorothy is her coming to grips and grappling with like death and those things that are happening around her. And there's like essays and essays written about it. Right. Yeah. All that can be true, but because all that is true, that's what creates the magic of Oz. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, did they die and they were working through something? Yes. But because that happened, that's the magic that made the unknown. Right. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. and also like the magic of everybody having to deal with something with close near death experiences into this other world is why they are where they're at. And I think there's also maybe even an argument to head where all these people are people that got lost into the unknown because of near death experiences, because there's, there's, what's the word where it's a a, a synchronistic, a what's the word where it's like out of time. Like there's everybody's out of time. Like there's so many different time periods. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because in the show, Into the Unknown, everybody's not from the same time period, right? Yeah. Like Beatrice is de- dressed different than Lorna is anachronistic. Thank you so much, Dash Time. Uh, Be- Lorna is dressed different than Beatrice, who's dressed different than the people in the tavern, who's dressed different than the the rich guy. They're all different time periods, so it's all different times that people had near death experiences and went into the unknown. Yeah. And most of them didn't go. They didn't leave. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah, it could also be like the unknown is purgatory. And these are all people who are waiting to go up or down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know, like it's a clearer, better way of saying what who I just knows. Said. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so like it could it, there's a lot of interpretation. And I feel like that's that's fun, too. Right. Like now yeah. you go and rewatch it with that mindset of knowing that this is kind of like a purgatory place and see like oh okay i see what they're saying about like we all end up here at some point or like whatever creepy cryptic lines that they have throughout the whole thing yeah they all make sense now yeah totally 100 percent agreed and also they named the frog jason Funderburker at the end and that was very funny i love it it is the perfect name for a frog it is a good name for a frog (laughs) oh and also like also i love how sarah she's he's like oh i'm sorry about the taping sarah's like um I don't have a cassette player because <laughs> it's modern day. And then he's like, oh, you." and then he's confident now. He's like, like you'll come to my place to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> but it, and then he's I, like, I mean, but we'll listen to other tapes first. I like this show so much because it's just yeah. like there's so many fun things about it. There's so much to enjoy about it. There's so much to dissect about it. The art is beautiful. The music is beautiful. It's a cohesive world that's being created here. And it's just. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so fun to dive into. And it's not something that's been ruined too, right? It's something that's been able, came out in 2014 and it's been for seven years. We haven't gotten sequels. We haven't gotten like a a live action adaptation. We haven't gotten Chris Hemsworth playing Wart. We haven't like, it hasn't been ruined in any way. It's like this little pocket dimension. Oh no! Did you I wouldn't hear mind. I wouldn't mind. Um, I feel like a live action of this would be cool. It would be cool, but I think that like it's though nice. you know why it wouldn't be cool. They would make it like they made that movie. What's that beasts movie that's made off of that children's book? What? 
it's like an island of beasts. The kid wears like a oh. little crown and he's like king of the beasts. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where the wild things are. Where the wild things are. They could make it like that movie and not like have good whimsy. You yeah, know? 100%. Yeah, It'd yeah. It'd be like fake whimsy. <laughs> fake whimsy. <laughs> but, but that's what I'm saying. Like it's you been, know? it's been, it's been nice to revisit because yeah. you get to revisit this very unique world that hasn't been tainted. And that's also kind of part of the plot of the thing. So you feel like you're, you're getting to revisit this world that's been created here. And it's fun. It's nice. Honestly, I'm kind of curious why there hasn't been a live action thing yet, because I mean, I wonder if it's the owner just being like, <gasps> I don't know, like just trying to keep it. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I don't know. I have Hold no on. idea. Hold on. Is there an over the garden wall movie? Oh, my God. Speaking of this is just for uh, this is for Darren. Uh, I was on a plane with Darren and her mom, and she oh. was watching a very creepy Pinocchio movie that was very disturbing. and. Oh, maybe I think this is the same one. Maybe it's not there, but there's a Pinocchio and Patrick McHale's working on it with Guillermo del Toro. Ooh, which fun. is weird. Yeah, it could be fun. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I, something would be lost. I feel like it would look a little like Labyrinth or something, right? Mm-hmm. Have they made a live action. Have you seen Labyrinth? Uh, I have not seen Labyrinth. You still haven't seen it. I guess I got to give that to you someday. Well, I yeah, so, I agree. I think it's, it should stay. A comic book was made, so agreed. you can read some comic books if you want of it speaking of that i tried really hard to get one of the right when the artists who worked on it on this episode but today's his last day his job and i think he was having a, like he was too busy so he couldn't but he drew this and he worked on the Overgarden wall comic book shout out shout out john p golden marcus. free shout out even though he wasn't on marcus i think that's the that's the show any closing thoughts about over the garden wall sir I fucking love it. Go watch over the garden wall if you haven't. Oh, oh, question. You said you would get a, a tattoo. Does that mean like you would get like a little red hat on like the inside of your elbow and like Darren would get like a little upside down teapot? Teapot. That's that's cute. I didn't think about that. I was thinking a of like matching little duo. I was trying to like I like combining things like this with has Lilo and yeah, or Stitch and um and guts i almost said lilo and berserk neither of their names stitch and guts i i Dash like nine that four, four two said she said no because she's not your little brother i was thinking about getting like full metal alchemist ed and al but dressed as these characters Ooh. or something like that something that would combine these things or these two characters you know being trapped by uh, audrey 2 from little shop of horrors or something like something like that combines two things is what i want to get i totally see that yeah nick okay got a couple questions for you yep did you like the show yeah yeah, yeah let's I did. go it was really fucking good <clears throat> nice i good. was really surprised it really i was really upset at the beginning it did not have me it did not get me i was mm-hmm. like i do not understand what this is and then by the end, I was like, wow, <laughs> that really fucking came together. That was a really good fucking miniseries. That was really cool. I need to watch it again now. God nice. damn it. Nice, wow. nice. Hell Because I was yeah. just sitting there like, I already know how this podcast can go. Marcus is like, but you love Steven Universe. And I'm going to be like, yeah, but I hated this shit. <laughs> but that's not what happened because it was fucking amazing. Good, 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 good. There just needs to be some kind of depth. That's what we love about Steven Universe. That's what we yep. love about these cartoons. I think Adventure Time did it too. Just it took too long for me. I stopped watching by by the time it got really deep. Same. But yeah, like that's what we need. We just need that. Like it's fine to have wacky zany fun, but like eh, give give me some depth. 
And I think the show has it. Very much agreed. Nick, would you would I recommend recommend it? Yeah. Yeah. And I would tell I would I would definitely anybody that loves cartoons or loves whimsy or loves creepy, you know, anybody that like grew up on Nightmare Before Christmas or Labyrinth or any of these things that are like just a little like off in a little mm-hmm. bit of way. Like I think people like that would love it. But I think normal people would love it too. If they watch all of it together, they think about it like a movie and say, yeah. you're going to sit down and you're going to watch all of it. You're not you're going to think nothing's happening. Well, you know, or maybe it's like a small segmented thing where you watch it every couple of days. But like I would say, tell somebody who doesn't like this thing that they would enjoy it, but they need to commit to watching the whole thing. Yeah. I Which wish... I hate saying because I feel like a lot of nerds say that. I was like, oh, you're really good by the fifth episode. Like, that's like really. That's what happened like, with like ReZero. <laughs> That's that's fair. You have to watch oh, the whole yeah, first season yeah, to like it. Those uh those Wheel of Time books are really awful, but by the time you get to the fifth one, like it really comes together. I was like, <laughs> bitch, those are like a thousand pages each. <laughs> I don't want to read five books to get good. Yeah, I get that. Hundred yeah. percent. Okay, Harry Potter was good right away. I wish it would. It should start good and get better. Is kind of how most shows, most things should be. Is the problem? But a thousand percent. Oh fuck! I, I wish there was like a movie version of it, like an edited together kind of like one and a half hour long version that didn't change much but added scenes to kind of connect things a little bit more and then yeah it was just one sit down experience it really could be yeah it really really could be there's no reason it can't be i agree with that sentiment a lot okay nick would you recommend it that's what you just asked me buddy would you watch (laughs) more of patrick McHale's work from new jersey Let's go. Now I'm not going to. Um, Let's go. I definitely would. I, But as I already said, I plan on rewatching the show. Honestly, if I didn't have so much stuff to watch in the waning's time of right now, I feel like I would want to rewatch this in like a couple weeks. Oh, really? <laughs> like, like now. Like I want to rewatch it now. Not like a year from now. I want to rewatch <laughs> it now. Which is just, I don't know how else to really glowingly say about it. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Yeah. I I feel the same way. I'm, I just watched it. I'm like, I don't want to wait till fall to watch this again. I'll probably watch it this weekend again. Who knows? Yeah. All right, Marcus, that was Over the Garden Wall. Great challenge. Guys, we do not have another challenge coming your way because you guys have another ch- challenge coming our way from the Patreon. Patreon.com slash now try this cast. Yeah. I am feel very confident in saying malignant will be our challenge. You guys do have two hours to change it. It's probably not going to do those. So malignant. Two hours. It is in theaters now. You can check it out on HBO Max. We are watching that. I have no idea what this movie is about, Marcus. Do you? No. All I know is a horror movie by James Wan, and I want to watch it. You didn't watch the trailer? Uh, no. I oh, me heard. Either. Hell yeah. I, I watched part of a review for it, and they were saying that the trailer does this, the movie an injustice, and that they just oh, didn't know how to market it. So I was like, oh, okay. I'm going to stop right great. here and not watch the rest of this review, because I'm like, I want to see what's unexpected about it. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, so we're, we're doing that next week, guys. Don't worry. Next month, you can get another challenge in to the Patreon. We're going, oh, to, yeah. we're going to be doing fucking horrifying hijinks all month this month because it's the <laughs> month of horrifying hijinks. That's Hell a yeah. spooky boys spooky horrifying boys hijinks month. month. Let's go. Okay. Also, if I mean, if you can't give to the Patreon, we know times are hard for a lot of people still. Just subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on on Twitch you know write us a message say hello write us a message on social media 
It's so nice to hear from you guys. Yeah, it really is. And with that, guys, you can follow us everywhere at Now Try This Cast. Join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Now Try This Cast. Every Monday, the episode comes out. Download that everywhere you download podcasts, and you can check us out live Thursdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Now Try This Cast. Woo! Let's go. Okay, guys. Let's go. With that final beautiful message, let's go out into the unknown and try some new things. Sorry, Good guys. Night. Good night. Friends get together so they can try things. Yell about a dance podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop saying so that we can all now try this. So over the garden wall, you got War and you got Patrick Mahale. Mikhail. Yeah, nice. I don't know how, I don't understand how MCH makes a Mikhail. Is that I kind of Mikhail? Yeah, that's Mikhail. Me off. That's not Mikhail. That's Mikhail. 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 Why is the H silent? Mikhail. Why can't that C you can say it like that. Mikhail. 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 You're saying it right. Mikhail. 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 It's just fast. Mikhail. Oh wow! It is Mikhail. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I love it.